listening to a Sharesies podcast. I just want to touch on the Apple headset, which is coming pretty soon. It's like a metaverse VR type thing. Um, I think metaverse has got a little bit of a, you know, it's a funny place as a word at the moment. There have been some large investments and high profile investments into it, not particularly successful. Um, are they doing this because they really think it's the future or are they doing it because they just want to sort of hedge their bets a little bit there? Um, look, I think Apple knows that smartphones are not going to remain the dominant uh, computing form factor for the rest of time. Um, so it is certainly wiser than to sort of explore um, new uh, products and new form factors um, that could, you know, replace or complement the smartphone, um, especially in this sort of AI-centric world that we seem to be heading into. Um, if you sort of listen to um, Meta's uh, third quarter results call and you hear Mark Zuckerberg sort of waxing lyrical about his metaverse ambitions, um, the, the most interesting takeaway from that is that, um, you know, Mark sort of having been a big proponent of the VR headset is actually since uh, this generative AI sort of craze has taken over, um, become more enamored with, I guess, the smart glasses. Um, if you think about it, you know, for this kind of AI to be useful, for an AI assistant to be useful, you basically want the AI to see what you see, want the AI to hear what you hear, and you want sort of a seamless way of interacting with that AI. And I guess, you know, what better way or what better form factor than a pair of glasses that sort of sit on your face and, you know, We'll see what you see and we'll hear what you hear. Um, now, that's not to say that glasses will be successful or that headsets will be, um, you know, won't have a future. Uh, but it certainly makes sense that Apple is sort of exploring all of these things. And they've only announced the Vision Pro, right? Uh, we don't know what else they could be working on. I mean, they might be working on glasses. Um, and for all we know, they might still be working on their car project, um, although that seems to sort of, you know, be getting pushed back uh, ever further. Um, the, the thing to note, though, is that um, Apple has never really been first to market in any new product category. Like, Apple didn't release the first smartphone. It didn't release the first MP3 music player. Um, certainly wasn't the first with tablets or smartwatches or anything like that. But what they do really well is that they, again, create great products that have no compromise. And that is sort of how they come in and win the market, despite not having a first mover advantage. Um, and that sort of, I think, applies to the Vision Pro as well. Um, you know, if, if uh, augmented reality or virtual reality is a thing and the metaverse is a thing and Apple sort of does take its sort of fair share or a dominant share of that market, I think it's going to be with a product that looks nothing like the Vision Pro. And it's certainly not going to be with like a three and a half thousand USD product, right? But in order to get from now to that point, you kind of have to go through the Vision Pro. Like with technology sort of this complicated and this advanced, like the only way that you can develop great products is to sort of iterate, right? Like you look at the iPhone, I mean, that sort of spawned from the iPod and then you had many iterations of the iPhone before it became the product it is today. Um, so yeah, I mean, Apple's not sort of building this Vision Pro with the hopes of selling millions and millions and millions of units, right? They're basically doing it as an engineering exercise to figure out, you know, where are all the challenges uh, what are some of the things that are important and not important? What can we sort of design and develop in-house versus what we outsource? And where can we sort of really, um, you know, maximize the differentiation uh, of our product versus competitors um, and then basically iterate from there? 
Great summary, thank you. Uh, and you know, I was thinking of that in the iteration process as well. They also turn that into lots of sales opportunities, right, along the track. And, the, and uh, uh, you know, I was thinking then you know, of maybe Google Glasses was 10 years too early, uh, and we'll, we'll see how all that plays out. I thought we might just quick fire a couple of the last questions, which I think are important. But I want to um, touch first on um, uh, Apple's AI ambition. How important it is is it to the future of Apple? Yeah, so uh, I think within the Magnificent Seven, Apple is probably perceived as being the weakest in AI. And I think that is sort of partly because of its secrecy. Like if you if you think about like the leading AI researchers, they are all sort of more or less academics, right? And academics want to be able to publish their research and publish papers and et cetera. Now, Apple basically never does that. So it's very hard for them to attract sort of top AI talent. Um, and they can't even, they can't outpay Microsoft. They can't outpay Google. They can't outpay Amazon, et cetera. So it really does come down to, you know, allowing your researchers to do their thing and to publish their work, which as of right now, it doesn't seem like Apple is going to do. But of course, Apple sort of sells hardware. So I guess the opportunity for Apple within AI is to sort of be the, um, I guess, called edge AI or edge inferencing, where, you know, you have the large language models that are designed or developed by OpenAI and Meta and et cetera. And they get trained on data center clusters in the cloud. And then the inferencing could actually take place on sort of your iPhone. And that would sort of be the, I guess, the most frictionless and lowest latency way of doing it. And because Apple sort of controls the hardware and the software and you know designs its own chips, it probably isn't the best position to design a phone or some other device that is perfectly suited for inferencing these large language models. Um, so I think that's where Apple's sort of AI opportunities probably lie, rather than going out and developing sort of the leading edge um, large language model itself. Investing involves risk. You might lose the money you start with. We recommend talking to a licensed financial advisor. We also recommend reading product disclosure documents before deciding to invest. 